Go. Where are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knight! Uh-huh. Knight! <laughs> All of your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Knights and Nerds Zoo podcast. We are our podcast for all things dirt. My name is Chris. I'm here with Sam and Sean. And on the hotline, we have John. And I'm very upset with you guys. <laughs> So, we talked about, right before we started the show, someone brought up uh, the song Bad Company by the group Bad Company off the <laughs> album Bad Company and didn't even give me a second to play it and like try to get the song out of my head. So now it's going to be in my head the entire time. You couldn't even figure out what album it was <laughs> sure, on. At first you were like, what band's it? I mean album. No, <laughs> it's all it's this, literally all three are the same, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh man! Uh, All right. Anyway. Anyways. Right here. Okay. So, anyways, we saw Oscar movies, Oscar-worthy movies yeah, that worthy. are in the discussion. Yes. And yes. we can we can give a couple of reviews on those. We have the post, yep. Get Out, and Sam's going to do Shape of Water, kind of spoiler-free, and then we're going to recap Gifted and Runaways. Yep. We're going to touch upon those. Briefly, and then John has a, uh, I forgot what it's called already. <laughs> Bad Ideas ah, with John. Bad Ideas with John. There we go. Yeah. But first, before we get started, weekly Star Wars trivia, Sean. All right. Because, like I said last week, someone got a calendar. Um, who? I don't know. Someone who's posting these on Facebook. So, last... <laughs> no, it's not the dog. So, this week's Star Wars trivia, well, last week's, I should say was who purchased R2-D2 and C-3PO from the Jawas. Now, we didn't answer this last week. We wanted to give you guys a week. Uh, so, John, what's your answer? What's your guess? Uh, is that uh, Owen Lars? John's going Owen Lars. Sam? Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Owen. Chris? Uncle Owen. It is Uncle Owen. That was, that was an easy one, though. That was extremely easy, but... Could be tricky to yeah. some. Some might be like, oh, it was Luke Skywalker. No, no, it was his Uncle Owen. Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> uh, anyways, so this week's, like Who I said. Who do you guys think actually killed Uncle Owen and uh, Aunt Beru? You think it was the Empire, or do you think maybe uh, maybe Ben Kenobi killed him? Uh, I'm, I'm going think, Empire. I'm going to have to go Bernard. Illuminati. <laughs> I like where Sam's going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam gets the point. You uh, notice how their house kind of looks like a triangle? Coincidence? I don't think so. Anyways. Um, so this week, like I said, it is very specific, so that makes it a little tough. Uh, the question is, where does Princess Leia hide the plans for the Death Star? Upper butt. And around the corner. Um, so just something to sit on for the week. And we'll get back Unless to that. Princess Leia week. in the scenario. Yeah, well. You wouldn't want to sit on that. No. No, you wouldn't. So, that's Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Sorry. Getting the getting the list together. So, as I mentioned before, we saw some Oscar-worthy movies. And these, and these are 
movies that are definitely in the discussion to be nominated for Best Picture. If not, um, at least one of them will be for uh, Director. At least, at least one of them. Who? Uh, I think Shape of Water. Oh, Del oh, Toro, maybe. Del he Toro. won a Golden Globe for that. He won a Golden oh, Globe, okay. so you, you know, yeah, it's He's safe to say nominated. that he might be nominated. And then right. uh, I would say the the uh, one for Get Out. I forget his name. Peel was it Jordan Peel? Yeah, yeah. So I think those two may be up for Best Director. Spielberg will get an obligatory. Oh, Spielberg. he always does. Pro- probably, and it's really hard to say that Spielberg Hanks, you know team won't be nominated for director or best picture or things yeah, like but that the, the academy hates Mar- uh, um, Meryl Streep I mean true <laughs> they just hate her so what we're going to do is we're going to review these this first it's like the trifecta for the post <laughs> it, it was like Spielberg who are we going to vote for director well Spielberg has to get one how about for actor well Tom Hanks is always good how about actress well that Meryl Streep lady oh shit they're all in the same movie <laughs> And for some reason, David Cross is there. <laughs> so we're going to go with The Post first. And this is yeah. the first kind of week where the majority of us did homework. Yeah. And in particular, we're talking, with, we set mm. we set homework, we set things we were going to do, and most of us did it. So we're going to talk Post I, first. I achieved it because I said I wasn't going to see this movie, and I achieved that. Post? Yeah, I said I Very wasn't going to see Great, thanks, it. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, who did, I contributed. Who did see the post? I did. You three. Yeah. I did. Everyone okay. else. So this is a movie about the... Um, Pentagon Papers. Is that what they're... Yeah. yeah okay, so the Pentagon Papers. Who and, watched and the movie? Whether yeah, or not it was... Well, they never actually said what oh, it was, okay. but the, the scandal is the Pentagon Papers, and then how this small kind of going under newspaper needed a big story and then they finally got one and it's pretty much the story of the struggle between whether or not the newspaper industry or the reporter industry as a whole should release classified documents in order to let the truth come out especially when nixon was trying to censor them if you will so initial reactions on the movie sam Please go first. Um, this movie was exactly what I expected. Nothing more, nothing. <laughs> you else. really can't venture too far from that. Like it's just like I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this movie. I went in and, and it exactly met my expectations. Not too it, high, not too low. Not too high, not too low. It was. It was a story about a story that you already knew about. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like the one, one piece of criticism I had was. Like, uh, it's like uh, there's this uh, piece of advice for writing, which is, is this the most interesting event these characters are going through? And if not, why aren't we watching that? I feel like this movie kind of fits that because at the very end when they show the Watergate break-in, like I know that movie already exists, All the President's Men, but I saw that and I'm like, you know, that just seems like a more interesting story than this one. Yeah. It's just like it, this is interesting. It's very non-suspenseful movie. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you knew what it was when you went into it. So. Yeah, but you know, you you knew they won. I mean. <laughs> yeah, in the end, it was just interesting to see the story come to the screen. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of actually reading about it. Uh, John, initial takes. I think the big takeaway I had um, after watching the post 
uh, was that, you know, this Nixon guy, I don't think he's on the level. Like, <laughs> he's a shady character. The tapes. He could, he could be up to some real mischief, guys. Okay, I'm going to use a word. It may not be popular, but I think he's a crook. Well, that's that's a bold take. Um, mm. Very much unlike uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, 2017 movie, The Post, which I think Sam got it pretty much spot on, almost exactly what you would expect from this movie. Uh, expectations going in, although I did think, and part of me at least, that maybe it could actually be great. Um, it's probably somewhere between good, maybe, maybe very good, but like... If you saw Bridge of Spies, this is pretty much the same movie. Like, even if it's not really, it it's feels almost exactly the same, and, like, it's probably about the same quality to me personally. Also, both of Jesse Plemons, so there you go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, it's like Tom Hanks retired as a lawyer after Bridge of Spies, and then he went to go work for The Post. He went to work in the papers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he must have been having a field day. Apparently, uh, Tom Hanks loves typewriters. So he must have been having a field day because they showed all the old printing presses and all that other... Because they didn't have computers, so... Mm. They, they showed like a lot Rex of stuff. Rex Ryan in a shoe store. That's <laughs> 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 um, some old news, but it's, it's still funny. <laughs> still no, I think... Okay, here's, here's the thing with the post, right? There's not much to really dislike or like really be objectionable or complaints about it's just kind of meh i mean this movie is like shitting out like actors you've seen before in like even very minor roles like i mean david costable the guy who uh was in breaking bad and is like essentially one of the main guys in billions uh i mean he's he has like three lines in this movie and then like you never see him again like bruce greenwood plays Kennedy in 13 days and now he actually plays McNamara like <clears throat> there's just an incredible the actors they find for this movie I, I mean you can tell it's like oh this is going to be maybe like the best movie all year I mean and it's Spielberg you got Meryl Streep you got Tom Hanks like what's you know I just think the sum of the parts probably don't uh, or the, the hold is less than the sum of the parts sort of deal mm. like I think first off this movie is a little long I to quote the great uh, radio personality Mike Francesa recently saying that uh, all movies are about 15 minutes too long. At least all movies these days. Yeah, I'd probably say this movie's like 15, 30 minutes too long. Um, the other thing too, and like you knew going in, it was gonna be like a little up its own ass about the First Amendment. But even with those expectations, I found it still to be a little too far up its own ass about it, like how important a movie it was. Yeah, this especially movie, especially at the end, this movie was very self-righteous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really thought they were, you know, breaking ground on the First Amendment. But as I literally mentioned earlier, another movie about the Washington Post. Yeah, made in like what was that? The late seventies. Yeah. But then again, I mean, they are too. Like you know, this movie's not the same as like say, Spotlight or you know, All the President's Men. It is a little more like macro than micro. It's not about digging up a story in part because the story literally drops in their lap. You know. Yeah. Um, but you can't be just, you can't be I, upset because you know the payoff already. Right. You knew the payoff and you knew what was going to happen. Even it's just then, how like, they present it is how you 
can judge the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, I th- I thought it was presented pretty well, but you're right, John. It was just sure, okay. Yeah, this. Why not? This was uh, solid vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe it, French vanilla. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. and uh, get a little crazy in here. So oh, we're not not talking about crazy vanilla, folks. <laughs> just you know, just a little more flavor, maybe. Yeah, uh, a little more of a bite. Crazy Vanilla is like a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> like, it's very colorful. There's a lot there, but, like, you bite into it, you're like, no, this is vanilla. Yeah, I've had this before. Yeah. <laughs> what did we think? Didn't I just see this movie nine years ago? Yeah. What did you guys think about uh, comedic relief in the film? Uh-huh. There wasn't much, but what did you think about it? Because Christina, when we were left the theater, that's kind of the one of the one of the first things she pointed out. She goes, "Comedic relief was kind of right there. They needed a little bit of it because it really wasn't any, yeah. particularly with the little girl in the lemonade stand." Yeah, that, that oh, yeah, that was hilarious. That yeah, but like, but throughout the whole movie, Tom Hanks is just kind of this wisecracker. Yeah, yeah, I. I Certainly, it's not one of its strengths. <laughs> no, obvi- obviously. It's not really resting on, like, you know, these characters are funny and relatable. You know, it's just, just... But I feel like it needed a little bit more because we went to the theater. The theater was packed, number one. And there was somebody sitting next to me who was asleep and snoring. You needed something. You could definitely fall asleep yeah, in this movie this because it is, again, movie. John said it's 15, 30 minutes too long. But Which, going back to that, this is only an hour and 56 minutes. It's still too long. I know. It should be maybe an hour and a half. An hour and a half, yeah. So, and, and nothing, nothing really much happens in this movie. And you know what I found weird is, like, once they make the decision to post, um, or not post, to print the story... Everything else is sort of you're just like dragged through it at the end. Like there's really no obstacles. The whole Supreme Court thing. It's just like yeah, yeah. That's it's like why are we like you know that's that's what I liked about in one in one case you could say that was kind of strong about all the presidents men. Sam, getting back to what you talked about earlier, mm. it doesn't end really. Like the story doesn't go until Nixon resigns. Like they do that like kind of cool like. Uh, uh, wire, you know, like oh, yeah. you see, like the AP wire at the end, and yeah. it kind of gives you the summary of everything. But it doesn't, you know, it ends like where it stops getting interesting. You know, yeah. yeah. So, and like, I don't know, I. Oh, it, sorry, and it doesn't like that movie doesn't treat you like you're an idiot. You know, it's like we we know what happened. We're just yeah. showing you the nuts and bolts of it. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like too, I maybe they in part felt you know and i don't want to get too political but just you know in the current climate sort of thing that you know some people feel like the press has been marginalized and it's like i really don't think anybody actually feels that way that you're going to convince like by watching a fucking movie you know yeah i'm just like even if they i mean maybe it's like a nice thing that you're going to show in like a high school like civics class or something but like i don't know even if that's the point they were trying to make with this movie it clearly was not the point they were made with this movie. The point it, it was it, the point made with this movie and what really hit home, aside from which was bigger, I thought, than the freedom of the press and speech and all that stuff, was the women running a major company. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of 
that it was, was there and i think like, it overshadowed the first amendment thing because that's what they tried to hit home at the end you know the freedom of the press and all that stuff but it was really like it was there it was one of those things where it's like it felt like almost as if it was kind of crowbarred in yeah like it almost seems sometimes like meryl street is in some ways in her own movie yeah yeah that kinda. only very you know Light, you know, every once in a while, brushes upon like this actual big Pentagon Papers movie, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying like having an A plot and B plot like that is like bad, but like I don't know. You we we see other similar movies, and I know it's it's easy easy just to bring them up, but like Spotlight and like All the President's Men, like it's one story, you know. Yeah. And it, it like it's you if know. you're gonna have like an A and a B plot, like you want to get enough out of them. I don't feel like we got enough out of either of those plots. Or at least double helix them. Because they felt very separate until the end. Yeah, even even at the end, it was like, oh, we're all meeting up in this room, coincidentally? Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Throughout the whole first half of the movie, the only connection was Tom Hanks and... Yeah, Meryl Streep. And Meryl Streep. It just took a little while to realize Meryl Streep was the owner of the post. Mm. It took it took about a good 20 minutes in. But they don't actually show... You think she owns it. She has a little bit more involvement in what's actually going on. I didn't feel like she was actually involved in the day-to-day process of writing a newspaper. Yeah. At all. She yeah. made the decision in well, the I guess, end. But... I guess I just knew going in she was the publisher. But like maybe if they hadn't... I feel like in some ways, sometimes movies like this cheapens it a little bit, but if you had done the whole like, you know, I don't know what you even call it, but you know, like when you almost like give somebody who walks in a room like subtitles, like who they are, what their position is sort of thing. Like you see it in like some movies, like like, more like historical movies. (laughs) God, that was the first like 15 minutes of Shin Godzilla. That was the whole movie, Sam. Oh yeah, that was. No, but you're right. Uh, 13 days. With Kevin Costner, yes. and uh, I think that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I love Thirteen Days. I think it's a great movie. But... I think it's solid. Um, so, what do we want to? Any final comments in this? I mean, I don't want to talk us to talk to any more about this because people are going to go to sleep because yeah. we were that close in the theater to falling asleep. But uh, let's give it a rating. Uh, um, I'll give it an eight. Point three. Okay. John, do you have a rating? I guess I'd have to go... You know, at the end of the day, just, like, in a technical standpoint, like I said before, like, the, you know, the movie as a whole is less than the sum of its parts, but, like, man, you're really working with a pretty stacked deck here. So, I guess I'd say, like, 7.8. Okay. Yeah. But it had like the the caliber and the people behind it to be like a fucking ten. And it Chris? just was missing. I don't mm. know something. So John said seven eight. Yep. I'm going yep. seven three. Wow. Uh, so Metascore is an eighty three, which is basically spot Ooh. on with Sam, and the fan score is a seven point five. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's not talk about any more Bradley Whitford movies, though. Damn, you stole my uh, my segue. <laughs> Curse you, John. You know what, John? Playing pretty much the Get same out. character. 
<laughs> yeah, John. Get out. Uh, Speaking of get out, Sam, thank you. Can I so, just say that Bradley Whitmore's <laughs> IMDb page has him known for... It has, does not have him known for uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, that's a travesty. <laughs> what that's is a, it? Is it West Wing? Yep. Studio 60, whatever? Is that one of them? Uh, nope. It's West Wing, Get Out, and Saving Mr. Banks. Really? That's wild. Yeah. So anyways, Get Out. <laughs> um, we find... Well, at least... Was it three of us finally saw it too? Well, John, you said you... Did you see it? Yes. Yeah, so three of us have seen it. Sam, you did. Yeah, I did. have time. Sorry, Sam. Um, so, John, you saw it a while ago, didn't you? No, I watched it Sunday. Oh, like okay. Over the weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You sent that text. That's probably what put it in my head of, I should watch this. Um, so I watched it today. Chris, you watched it today, actually, right before you showed up. Yep. Um... So if uh, if you don't know anything about this, this was at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes for a long time, which is very impressive. And for it being a th- was it a horror mystery thriller is what they have it as um, slash comedy. Somebody well, yeah. somebody labeled it as a comedy. Yeah, which Jordan Peele, the director and writer. Tis not. I don't know. I laughed pretty hard at a few parts. <laughs> I'm not gonna Which, lie. Oh well, yeah, the TSA. Yeah, oh God, he, he the was, TSA. He was funny because that motherfucker was like TS motherfucking A. <laughs> oh man, that guy was great. Oh, um, anyways, uh, yeah. So it's just about a black guy who visits his white family, and then scary things happen. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, really. Like, it's it's hard not to, John. I am agreeing with you. It's hard not to spoil this movie if you're oh, talking God, yeah. about it. It's really hard. Yeah, because... Yeah, do we want to not No, it's been out, no, for, it's almost been out for almost a year. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. I'm surprised okay. I'm surprised nobody spoiled it to me, just in passing. Yeah, I, I agree. The only thing that I got from this was the get-out run, where you sprint really fast at something and then dart out of the way at the oh, last God, second. Oh, God, that guy? Yeah. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> I understood the... Uh... The guy who's been changed. I got that meme now. Oh, okay. Which it's guy? There were, there were a couple. No, I haven't seen that one, but... The guy in, like, the hat who yeah. uh, has, like, a freak out and uh, starts bleeding from his nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, did... Yeah. So, the... the in the end... <laughs> I, 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 how am I, I going to put this? So, in the end... This is a story about a family who are neuroscientists and psychologists who figure out a way to possess the. Uh, do you want to say soul or? No, no, no. You don't possess the soul. It's the mind. So, or no, no, no. You take you you take the mind and move it to a different human being. Yeah, basically a brain transplant, but you're it's taking, not the full brain. It's like 95% of the brain because Steven Root's character explains like you have to leave, you know, the brain stem and the was it neural com- uh, complex or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, so without being scientific, you're essentially taking the soul and putting it from one person into another. I wouldn't say the soul. I would say the um, consciousness. It, you wake up a white guy, you go to bed and you become a black guy. Right. Pretty much. And I love the way they that's. Steven Root's character explains why. Because that question is brought up. He says, why black people? And I love 
the explanation of why and it's basically because sure like it's not because oh we 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 think black people are this or white people are that or blah it's just literally like because and all the pieces fall together at that scene where he has that meeting with all the people from um uh from the party and everybody's like Oh, uh, like there's that one guy who's like, oh, uh, black is like in fashion now or something stupid like that. And then uh, there's the, the family old, members. Yeah, and then the old uh, the old guy with the wife, she was like, oh, you're so strong and stuff like it's like it like it re- everything like pieced itself together so well. Like, why did they pick him? Well, there's it was a real reasons. it was a really big build up. Yes. And it paid off. Pretty well, I th- I'd say pretty I'm, well in the end because oh, yeah. the conclusion was eight minutes long. Yeah, it was no more. It was no more than fifteen, fourteen minutes. Long. It wasn't a downer of a ending, but at the same time, it was kind of still a, a sad ending in a way. Because, I mean, oh, yeah, he'll never be the same. Oh God, no, he'll never be the same after, after that. that. So, the it, it, I just appreciated. Just how ridiculous it gets. Oh, like, yeah. You, and you're thinking it's maybe going to be some, like, weird sort of updated, like, you know... Slavery? Race-based, like, deliverance kind of movie. Oh, yeah. Like, just the way people have been talking about it. Sex and it's, slaves. like, totally just in, in just insane movie on its own. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but I, I... I mean, you really... when it, When you're watching the movie, you get the feeling that it's slavery yeah and and psychology and you know they like sex slaves yeah like sex slave (laughs) oh god you gotta get off that all right that was a major part of the movie but so and i want to i want to compliment the director on this and this scene really was one of the power most powerful scenes that i've actually seen this this year hold on hold on hold on Uh, he not only directed he also wrote it i know but so the way this scene this we I think we all know this scene in particular has a really standout moment in the movie where you realize, okay, this is really happening. It is when uh, the the two kids are talking on the lake on the log, and the right. rest of the family oh. are what looks like playing bingo. Yeah, and then it's all quiet, and he's raising his fingers and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they zoom out, and then you see the picture of him. Yeah, and then he's holding up a three, and then you piece it all together and then you see the bingo card and you're like shit this is a slave auction right and the yeah. way the way it was just really well done it's kind of one of the more powerful scenes i've ever seen this year mm-hmm. so there's it, a lot of weird like understated like subtlety to this movie which like i said is crazy that you can have like subtlety in a movie like this like the like shithead brother mm-hmm. who I think was also an X Men. He uh, yeah, he was he was uh, Banshee in X Men First Class. Yeah, like <laughs> when they're trying when he's when uh, I forgot the main character's name even is when he's trying Chris. to leave with uh, Allison Williams mm. and <laughs> the brother just has a lacrosse stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like that's just so fucking perfect. And then <laughs> there's that scene where, like you know. Uh, while he's like trapped in the basement, they cross cut it to like Allison Williams like watching TV, like eating single Fruit Loops at a time, listening oh, to God. like uh, oh. Dirty Dancing or whatever that song's oh, called. Yeah, well, I forget what song that was playing, but uh, 
Yeah, that was a creepy scene. My life or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, and like on the on the uh, wall behind her are all the pictures. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like I couldn't tell you exactly why it's perfect, but it's just everything comes together. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a good payoff, and it was good, and it was it was an hour and forty minutes. It's kind of the right length. Yeah, hour forty four. I'd say it was the the right. I didn't length think it was too movie. long. I, I think it was perfect. I don't. It was just. It was creepy. It's twisted. Very twisted. <laughs> it's very times. twisted. And then the guy sprinting and then yeah. ducking out at the last second <laughs> creeped me out. Man. Yeah. Now I, I finally yeah, understand that's that. That's absolutely thing. the scariest part. I will never <laughs> picture the, you know, the girl from the 40 year old version. Yeah. The like love interest. I will never picture her the same way ever again. It's <laughs> she's just permanently in my head right now as the, this bad woman. <laughs> So and and uh, it's hard to believe that of all because you know how he found the box with all the previous guys and girls that they uh, I don't even know the word for it but just abducted mm. if you will you're you're trying to tell me that all a dozen or two dozen of them couldn't overpower the white kid who played the cross that mm. strang like scrawny white guy come on although I come on. I love how this movie opens with the the token black guy walking through like the white neighborhood the, ba- so or uh, suburbia yeah, yeah suburbia it's that it's a white and he's like this is so weird and then you have that run rabbit run song playing in the car and it's just, like yeah. super freaky and I don't know about you guys totally forgot about that until Chris sits down in the in that car the and mask. sees the mask I was like oh oh yeah. Yeah, that's how the movie started. Did you? So, do you remember the opening credit? Uh, the opening credit music. Yes. And then the end credit music. Yes. And did you get Children of the Corn feel? A little. Because <laughs> that's the they first kept thing saying, I like, thought. Brother, and then they were like chanting. They were like, yeah, they were doing chanting. a lot of the chants. So yeah. That made me think Children, Children of the, the Corn. Yeah. It's a creepy movie. Oh yeah, no, it creepy was, movie. But it was it was well made. And I 100% agree with everybody who's pretty much said this is one of the best movies of this past year. Like, I'm 100% a, down behind a, that. It was a good film. And yeah. credit to Jordan Peele for writing and directing that. Yeah. That is that is a movie when you see the movie, you say, that guy's vision is all in that movie. Yes. Oh. Every single thing that he oh, wanted is in you that movie. You think he needs your credit? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll say this. Um... On the whole Oscar thing. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a really great horror movie. Like, don't get me wrong. I just... I would go more thriller than horror. It's definitely a thriller. Why is it not horror? I don't know. Okay. It's a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. Anyway, well... It's a horror movie. I don't know. I wouldn't say... I mean, I'll say this. It is a weaker year, like, for Oscar movies. Like, there's really no clear-cut favorite or anything like that at this point yeah uh but i don't know to me it's i was a makes sense for like golden globe for comedy maybe but like as an not i i would be surprised if it gets nominated for best picture but you never know mm. I, d- I do have to say because you guys talked about it in the post how the post needed that like little bit of a um like a comedic kind of thing this movie i felt like had that comedy mixed in with the TSA agent friend 
his comedy mixed in there, I think it worked so well. It definitely brightened a couple of the scenes. I feel like, like you needed it. Oh yeah, you, you needed yeah. that. It 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 helped you take you off your guard every time he talked. Like even the serious part where he's talking to Rose on the phone after he Oh yeah, and he puts her on mute. Yeah, yeah, and he's like talking to her like fucking bitch like it's hysterical and it's like it's totally true. She made like, me feel wicked creeped out. Oh god, yeah. The second she put her hair in the ponytail yeah. thingy that the, I, what I yes. love, but that that whole scene where she's talking on the phone and she's just like blank stare, but she's giving the emotion through her voice, yeah. but she's showing no emotion. It's so creepy. Well done. Yeah, that was well done for yeah. her. The TSA guy is like an eleven out of ten in this movie. Oh like, yeah. So, <laughs> like for what he needed to be, like so spot. On. I could see <laughs> this character being in a comedy, as it just a random character in a comedy, but. Like the fact that he's in a horror thriller, it's just, it's so perfect. <laughs> Sex slave and shit. No, yeah. I don't yeah. mean the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole scene at the police department. Was like <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hold on a second. And <laughs> brings in two other cops. I just love how I'm TSA. So, like, I know more than you, but I mean, you're doing a really great job. <laughs> it's, it's so great. But it's still not a comedy, though. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's very far from a comedy. Oh, man. So, I don't know. It, it, it It's not, well, I don't know. I think it, it walks up to it, though. Like, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's super far from a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, the whole, like I said, the whole payoff at the end is just so, like, crazier than what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. I don't know. At least maybe, maybe it was for me. I was like expecting it to be one thing. And just the fact that it was like a total U-turn, like, but I think that's what worked for it is the fact that the payoff at the end was completely different than what you expected. The whole time you're expecting some kind of like racial, like they're becoming slaves or something like that. Right. And it's it's sort of like, there's, it's more like an allegory than anything else. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, you know, Anyway, yeah. So let's give it a rating, uh, John. Uh, I would give it a, a. What did I just give the post? Seven, eight. Uh, mm-hmm. I give it an eight. That uh, you want me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm tying it with Logan. A nine. Wow. Yeah, I really like this movie. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with a seven, seven on this one. Ooh, low. Why so low? Yeah, Chris. It was a horror movie. So? Horror movies can be good. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it was... Psycho's a classic. I like this... I like this better than a lot of things, but I still liked a lot of things more. You liked Great Wall... No, sorry. No. Alien Covenant more than this movie. I did. Wow. I did. That's surprising. Yeah, Wonder Woman's a 9-2. Like... Yeah. Still wondering where that 9-2 came from for Wonder Woman. I still love Wonder Woman. I still liked it. And even watching it a second time, I still liked like, it. Like, it was the best of the DC movies, I'll give you that. <laughs> but, but it was... It was a really good movie. No. Eh. That, it was that's third act. Again. Third act. Personal opinion. Yeah, I know. Well. Personal opinion. Group effort. Everyone agrees the third act is the weakest part. It, the weakest? I mean, yes. Yeah, it falls apart in the third act. But anyway, uh, we're not it, talking it, it, about Wonder Woman. We were talking Get Out. 
Um, so I guess going from one Oscar possible Oscar movie to another possible Oscar movie to a third possible Oscar movie, Sam, please, as spoiler-free, because at some point we are going to go see this movie. It's when the theaters start playing it yeah, it's more than times. one show a day. Uh, good luck with that, because it's... I might have to. It's been out it. for a while, so oh, it's only been out, out. for three weeks. It, it, in made in majority yeah. of theaters, it's only been out for three weeks. Yeah, but in our local theater, the first week it was out, it had four showings. No, I wouldn't bet on it being more widely available. Yeah, no, it's not going to get any. I might wider. have to end up streaming this one. Sadly, but uh, so uh, spoiler free. Yes. So, Shape of Water is a movie. Yeah. About. Does she fuck the fish, Sam? Come on. (laughs) We already know what it's about, dude. Do you want me to answer that question? The answer is yes, Jim. I know the answer. Yeah, Yeah. she fucks the fish. Yeah, kind of figured. Okay. So, Jeff Jeff Daniels is in this movie? Jeff Daniels? Not Jeff Daniels. Who's the, uh, like, the mad white scientist? Who's the guy who runs the lab? Uh, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. He doesn't run the lab. He does security for the lab. He does security for the lab. Who's the other? I think I feel like there's another guy, like a head scientist in the there, trailer there a, that I've seen. There is a scientist guy who uh, let me get the guy's name. Uh, but yeah, he um, there is. Uh, but yeah, he is um. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. <laughs> but the head scientist guy, yeah, he he has his own subplot about him. Uh, do I spoil that subplot? No, no, don't spoil the subplot. No. I just want to know if it's if it's any good because he he looks okay. like one it's of the best parts of the trailer. Uh, he's good in it. Uh, I w- <sighs> I, I I saw this movie like two weeks ago, so I'm trying to remember stuff about it. But, um, and also not trying to spoil it, but... So she screws the fish. Yeah, she fucks the fish. But there, there's actually a funny scene where she's uh, talking to, uh, what's her name? Octavia Spencer. And she, she asks, like, how? <laughs> <laughs> and she just signs, uh, it's hard to do on podcast, but <laughs> she signs basically uh, her hands opening up and then something coming out. <laughs> oh, okay. And then uh, what? <laughs> what? She, she's mute. I know. I so, know. Yeah, yeah. So she she only speaks uh, with sign language. And then uh, Octavia Spencer is like, uh, "You can never trust a man, even when he's got nothing down there." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's a funny line in the movie. Richard Jenkins. Yes. Yes. Uh, Giles, head scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. How was he? Uh, I like him. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was. En- it was enjoyable. Was, right. So was it a horror? Or is it more of a thriller? This or is, just a love story? This is a romance story. This is a romance. Adventure, drama, fantasy. This is absolutely a romance story. Sort of like forbidden romance or... Yeah. Uh, well, yes, between a woman so, and a fish. So the way, the way I've described this you know what I is... Mean. <laughs> so, Sean, you've seen this movie, but remember, uh, not uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon, Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Creature, Creature from the Black When they capture him and yes. they hold him ho- uh, hostage. It's like that movie? It's like that crossed with, with Romeo and Juliet. With less Clint Eastwood? L- less Clint Eastwood. Okay. And yet somehow really good. <laughs> oh, hi, hi. Like, so it was really good. Oh, yeah. This this was a really good movie. 
Uh, Sam, would you describe this movie as a film to fish? <laughs> um, maybe. What about a must-watch for the year? Um, for you, yeah, I would say for us, yeah, this is a must-watch. Okay. okay. Is it the, if you like fantasy, and if you like or like or slash can tolerate a romance story? Yeah, this is this is a really good movie. Like do they go into? Tomorrow. I'm assuming they go into backstory of the creature and. No, they they actually do not. Oh. Well, they kind of allude to it, and there's a line at the end that like kind of, kind of, kind of alludes to it. But uh, it's a good line. But it's just it kind of puts the movie together. But uh, see, I can't talk about these things because it kind of spoils some of it. Huh. Period piece, Peri- oh yeah, definitely period okay. piece. Yeah, this is this is very nineteen sixties. Um, is it a good date movie? Good, uh, yeah, yeah. If if it's it's not your typical romance story in any way, shape, and form. By the way, it's the fifties. Uh, no, this no. It says top secret facility in the fifties. Yeah, this is right there. Does this yeah, take place they, in New they, York? No, Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, no. This is the sixties because uh, they so they mention they mention uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis in it. Oh. Like you hear Kennedy talking about. I'm pretty it. sure one person on this conversation watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking at the official synopsis. That's just me. Okay. Well, so clearly, any asshole can write a synopsis. So. Clearly, the synopsis is correct and the movie is wrong. Do so yes. you think this yes, is Sam. Oscar nominee worthy? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is uh, really Oscar nominee. Uh, it's not Oscar bait, though, right? No, 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 no. no this is a weird movie. Okay, this, this is, is like why how who, Wes who, Anderson always gets in. Like, and who wrote? It was good, but weird. Did Del Toro write? The, yeah, Del yes. Toro wrote, he wrote and directed. Like this is this is very much. It's not as weird as Pan's Labyrinth, but it definitely has that feel to it. Which, Pan's Labyrinth is by far one of my favorite movies. As long as it's not so. weird like Pan's Labyrinth. Like, it's not super weird. Like right, because Pan's Labyrinth sucks it's because also it's also not weird. It does not suck. That I is, hate Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth is an amazing movie. And it, it's, ugh. It is an amazing movie. Chris was like they were speaking in tongues the whole time. <laughs> God, this is America. Why are we speaking Spanish? <laughs> yes, Chris. We're not getting in this. <laughs> but rating? Do you want to skip to a rating? I, I you're I, struggling to get through it without spoiling. Yeah, it, I can't. Because I can't there's like so much that I want to talk about, and then I'm like, that would kind of spoil it. Mm, it's that a definitely must watch for us or for people who are interested oh, yeah, in fantasy. Yeah. I, I recommend it. this to all you guys. My rating. Let's see. What did I give? Uh, Disaster artist. They gave it a nine two. Nine three. Nine three? Uh I'll give this a nine five. Wow. Wow. Whoa. This is Sam's pick for uh, movie of the year, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Wow. It was fresh, it was unique. Uh it was slow at times, uh, and left some things underexplained. But those are my only major criticisms. Was and it two hours? Two hours and three minutes. Yeah, it could it could have been shorter, like fifteen minutes, like we said. <laughs> normal normal rule. Maybe fifteen minutes, maybe less than that. But uh, yeah, no, it was a uh, this was just a really good movie. 
and I really enjoyed it. Mm, okay. Could I uh, throw in a segue here in uh, synopsis news? Now that we were talking about synopses. Synopses. Uh, big uh, big movie synopsis dropped this week. I don't know if you guys saw uh, for Solo. Oh god. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna meet Chewie in Lando. Did you know that? They what? I don't have it officially in front of me here, but it's essentially like, yeah, Han Solo, he meets Chewie and Lando, and mischief ensues. <laughs> oh, God. Shenanigans. We all agreed that this movie should not exist. Still, yet to get a trailer. May 23rd, right? End of May, I think. Uh, May 25th, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, May no, 25th. May, May 23rd's when we get the trailer. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard pass on that movie. Hey, hard. Yeah. We're going to have to see this movie. So the, the official synopsis is, During an adventure in a dark criminal underworld, Han Solo, Han, not Han, uh, meets his future co-pilot, Chewbacca, and encounters Lando Calrissian years before joining the Republic. Or the Rebellion, sorry. And Donald Glover, once again, is in this, and he's Lando. Still That's under- wild. Just still don't understand the, the craze about Donald Glover, but... I think he's funny, and I think he's talented, but I feel like I still don't understand the craze where he's like, he has to be everything! Like, I, like childish Gambino, kind of, like... Yeah. He's a talented actor, but, I mean... I want to say he has to be in everything, but he's a yeah, good yeah. actor. No, and that, that's the thing. Like, you don't want, like, you don't want a person in everything, or it just floods the market. Like, look at, was it, uh, Kevin Hart? Like, I'm, like... Every once in a while, yeah, he does something where I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty good. For the most part, I'm just like, I'm just going to avoid that. It just looks like an average Kevin Hart movie. Whatever. Anyways. So. <laughs> oh, can I can I give you some uh, movie news, too? Because I know we've sort of been skimping on that segment. Movie news? Uh, sure. Well, this week, or maybe it was last week, but recently... Uh, Cinemas have been reintroduced into Saudi Arabia for the first time in 30 years. Got a little, uh, oh, yeah, I heard this. I think a little it... Arabian awakening going on over there. Uh, first movie shown, yeah. the emoji movie. <laughs> oh, god damn it. And they immediately, well, they it. are in for a rough <laughs> aw- surprise. No, 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 there's only you can only improve. You'd be like, it's wow, only up from here, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. You'd be like, wow, that was a horrible movie. What's think, next? Oh, th- The Godfather. Oh, this is going to be just as good as the. Do emoji you think movie? they're releasing it intentionally? <laughs> because oh, we don't have movies for thirty years. We're going to get movies. We're going to get movies. Here you go. And then we're like, well, nobody's liking this, so we're not going to do it anymore. That movie sucked. Yeah. They're, What's they're, the next one? Freddy got fingered. Oh, that better be better. <laughs> they're they're worried about like. <laughs> What's the one movies? with John Travolta and? Uh, it's not Battlestar. Battlefield Earth. Battlefield yeah, Earth. yeah they're, they're worried that like if they show good movies, it might be Western propaganda. Yeah, so this is just showing our shit movies. Yeah. See, this is what the West is. <laughs> We're going to send you all of Tyler Perry's movies. Oh, <laughs> that is You're a war cry. <laughs> Next war is created by Tyler Perry's movies. Ugh. I was ready to kill after that movie. <laughs> Next movie on our list, Batman v Superman. Well, they're all named Martha over there. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Why is every white girl named Martha? <laughs> yes. Okay, moving on. 
Sorry, I had to get the break in there. Can you note the break? Okay. Moving on. Okay. Last two episode, last two shows, <laughs> or the last episodes of two shows that we were watching. Sorry, I had to rephrase that. Well, we haven't talked about The Gifted in, like, forever. I don't think, I don't think we've talked about it since, since episode two. Yeah, early on. Yeah, we stuck with it, people. Um, and then the other, Sam actually watched all of Runaways. Like yeah, weekend. we teased him. Let's do Gifted first. Yes, we'll start Gifted. So... Gifted, we finally finished, or at yeah. least I finished. You're halfway because of Hulu's little screw yeah, up. Yeah, Hulu is so. If you're if you're trying to watch this on Hulu, be a, prepared. So the the last episode is an hour, well, a two hour finale. It's an hour and it's, twenty minutes. Total. It's basically well without commercials. Yeah, basically it's two episodes split in half. The way Hulu did it is they split they split it in half, but the first half is. 44 minutes the second is the whole thing they didn't really split it it was just, stupid just when you click on the episode make sure you're watching the hour and 20 minute yeah version. well like I, I, I tried i i clicked i watched the episode last night thinking okay next one is episode 13 but then it said episode 12 watch again i was like that's weird i looked at it there were two episode 12s i clicked on the one i didn't watch and it started with the same opening as the last one so i was like okay it's the same thing hulu messed up apparently one was an hour and 20 minutes the other one was 44 yes so i mean i don't have to spoil it you can i can spoil it for you if you want it's nothing really too big uh gifted is one of those shows out there where it's a new x-men and i i want to say it's good enough to give you a marvel x-men fix yeah to hold you over for legion i i like it because it puts mutants in a new situation where they're basically being hunted unlike new? every other X-Men well no movie. but this is like <laughs> hunted to extinction not like they might be under arrest for some reason let's yeah. go talk to them this one is like no we're gonna cage them like animals treat them like animals and then it's in some points use them as weapons against themselves it took in the whole season but you finally under- get the feel of their situation is a dire. Is isn't, dire. Yeah. Isn't oh, that yeah. the exact plot to Logan? No. It's, it, it, this <laughs> is this isn't the same. So this would be a prequel to Logan. Yeah. So this is how the extinction happened. So that's basically what the gifted is. So Logan is the extinction has occurred. There's only a few mutants left, and and this one it's like it's in now now. So, like, in cities and stuff, but it's about the mutant underground and, like, them trying to fight back. Yeah. Mm. So, we're getting... So, by the end of the season, you're getting a rift between the mutant underground. And in the end, they split. And it's basically the X-Men and the Brotherhood Mm. in the end. So, they all split up. And, obviously, who's leading the Brotherhood? Magneto's child. Polaris. Yep. (laughs) So, did you see the emblem? It had Magneto's emblem in there. Uh, where? Uh, you, you might not have seen it. Oh, Because it might have been part? in the second part. Ah, yeah. Damn. Magneto's emblem. And then uh, the girls. Do you remember the girls? The triplets? Yeah. What's their name? Oh, yeah. Frost. The Frost girls. Yep. Right. So I'm assuming that those are Emma well, Frost kids. No. No? No. Uh, so the Frosts, if you remember back from when they first introduced them, they called them the Cuckoos. In the comics, they are the Cuckoos. There's five of them five to one instead of three to one like in this show um but their real name is the cuckoos but they were created from 
Emma Frost's like DNA or whatever. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, but anyway, at the end of the season, they're split. The brother sister are split, and that's pretty much where it's at. You're gonna get you're gonna get X Men fighting Brotherhood again. Yeah. In 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 well, amongst... do they don't call them the Brotherhood though. No, they're Hellfire Club. Yeah, the Hellfire Club, and which then is the underground. What you see in X Men First Class, that's the Hellfire Club mm-hmm. with Emma Frost and uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Like, what's his, <laughs> Sebastian Shaw, that's yeah. it. With this, this it's show, Kevin Bacon. It's Kevin Bacon. This show, it, it just gives you an X-Men fix. And you yeah. and you know what? The graphics are not awful. The story's Sim- simple solid. Simple powers. Yes, there's no powers. real OP'd mutants except for the brother-sister, and even then it's yeah. on such a smaller scale comparatively to the X-Men movies themselves. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not bad. It no, just, I, it, it fills the void. Yeah. And we didn't know when Legion was coming out. Legion's a phenomenal show, mm. but this kind of holds you over for for those of you who are in the in the X Men universe it's, and it's who a like great it that kind of like crime drama kind of thing. This, yeah, an action crime yeah. like like cop drama, but from the opposite point of view where the cops are bad. So the Wire. I've never seen the Wire, so sure. <laughs> um, no, I it and. I, I thought, you know, the acting and whatnot was great. I, I I didn't think this was, like, horrible, like, I hate to say it, but, like, in humans or at times, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. acting where it's over the top or bad. Um, it's just, it. I think it was, everything about this show was just done so great. I really enjoyed this show, and it was a, a surprise because I didn't think I would be watching the show wanting to come back for more. And that's like where other Marvel shows have fallen off, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where they give you that like sprinkle of what's going to happen, but then it's blandness for the next five episodes. Yeah, and then you just don't want to go back. Right. And so, I, this one, it, it kept the pace going. Yeah, and it was short enough where you're not yeah. over overwhelmed with the length, but long enough where you're invested. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to next season. They yeah, they already renewed it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I I kind of want to see what's going to happen with with the other mutants, and I kind of want them to start using their names a little bit their more. Their mutant names. Their mutant names. I kind of okay. want them to start using that a little bit more. Uh, you'll probably I, see the Hellfire Club use that because that's that was the what big I'm thing thinking. with like Magneto, where he was like, "What's your name?" and they would say the name. No, your real name. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm starting to think. Yeah, but I kind of like it. I'm just waiting for one of the parents. To go, I which was expecting maybe one of the parents to. to which die one would off. die? Do you think would die? I think the dad would. Yeah, easily. The mom uh, was it Amy Acker. Uh, her character is definitely much stronger. Yeah, I think the dad would. Yeah, I like the mom. I like the mom a little bit more in this overall storyline. Yeah. So, moving on from moving on from this to another Marvel show. Uh, this one specifically on Hulu. So. Finally, watched the season finale of, of Runaways, and uh, so did I. Holy crap! Right, this show is so incredibly good, <laughs> and it completely caught me off guard. But Sam, you binged it this whole weekend. I, I did binge it this weekend, <laughs> and, and and you never watch anything that we recommend. <laughs> nope. And you, for some reason, decided to watch this one show. I said for Velociraptor. some reason. I think we all know why. There, to, you I guys was, told me there's a Velociraptor with a nose ring. 
I think it was what three text messages: Velociraptor nose ring, Velociraptor to the dance, <laughs> and then there was something else. And then I, we got you hooked. I guess that's what we need to do. We need to just throw random shit out there, and the same will actually watch it. Just random Velociraptors. Like, okay, I'm gonna admit, I'm a little disappointed. I was really hoping for like a Velociraptor straight out of the 1990s. <laughs> Like it's wearing a jean jacket, skateboarding, and backwards hat. Backwards hat, yeah. So, but overall season, Sean and I loved it. What, oh. it, what did you What did you think? I, I, I love this series. Yeah, this is good. You didn't like the first episode. The first episode was like, oh, so like Secret Life of the Teenager, American <laughs> yeah. Teenager. Like they didn't say sex twenty six times, Sam. It's true. true. <laughs> They didn't say sex 26 times in a second. But uh, but it was like, it was like oh, great. So this is any given show that on CW that's not from a comic book. Yeah. Slash Riverdale. River, although uh, but, Riverdale is a comic book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I already have a show in my life that's like this. <laughs> I don't need another. And then they, the next episode when they flip pers- the perspective and they show it from the parents, I'm like, okay, I can get into this. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was definitely that second episode that t- that caught me as well. Yeah. Because the first episode, I was like, okay. I mean, it ends on a big note because I was like, hey, this character that they kind of you know, spent the entire beginning of the episode building up and then showing periodically, it's like, oh, she dead. Like, mm. something's going to happen from that. But all the teen drama and crap, I was like, yeah. And then once I saw that it said, on this episode, we see it from the parents' point of view. I was like, yeah, I got it. I mean, it just sounds good. Yeah, and, and once they get ri- got rid of, like, all that crap about them not being friends. Yeah. And they, like, started hanging out. It was like, okay, like, this is good. I, I don't really care if they're actually friends or not. It just I want to get over that whole, like, we're, we're not going to hang out. And you're just sitting there like, yes, you are. This is the point of the show. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, Runaways, fantastic show. I th- I think I really like the acting for this. I think really? they cast the kids. I think they cast the kids really well. I-, I thought the acting was the weakest part of the show. Yeah. Like I thought the acting was like kind of like, oh no, it's. Uh, Joseph or Joan Jonah. Jonah's the bad guy. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way we know him. <laughs> it's Doctor Doom. Yeah, who's but it's like, not. But it is. It's totally. like given a real like creepy sex predator vibe in this whole thing. Oh God, yeah. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't like feel like this guy's molested people. Hey, just because his bad acting, he's he's bad at this. Don't loop him in with everybody else everybody else is fine but dr doom you know no, i thought everybody just like there were lines in it which took me out of it where i'm like wow that was just a bad read <laughs> <laughs> so but are you excited for season two? Oh yeah i'm sorry for season Sam, two. okay let's address the elephant or shall i say the raptor in the room what did you think of lace lace uh i'm gonna be honest I thought they could have used it better. Yeah. I I feel like season two. It was a real disappointment because we didn't see this raptor tear shit up. Right. I feel like season two, though. Like, we had that standoff with the parents. Yeah. The raptor didn't do anything. Mm. It got tranked and then, like, ran away. (laughs) Yeah. The guy's like, I got this. (laughs) Just one shot. As soon as that happened, I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) That's why I'm here. But you can't do this. (laughs) 
You know what the thing was, though? They're probably... Hulu's probably saying to themselves, this Raptor costs... Every second that it's on screen, it costs, you know, $20,000. And we don't know if this show is going to be a hit yet. So we might as well save a little bit we and tease it. the Raptor for next season. We could have seen it, like, eat one of the parishioners at the cult or something. <laughs> like, some stupid B no, character. just in a dumpster eating trash yeah. <laughs> in the end. Yeah. Gotta love, though... The effects on that raptor were great. Oh, yeah. They were pretty good. Like, and I don't think I they were surprised. all FX because in no, the car. No, there was a lot of practical. Yeah, in the car when she was like petting it and stuff. Yeah. That looked very the, much like All a, the close-ups of the head was practical. All the full body was yeah, CG. The practical looked really yeah. good. Yeah. Like when uh, Gert is basically saying goodbye for the first, that one time when. Uh, yeah, you just show the head. The and it shows the head. But if you watch like the scales on the back like move. Yeah. Like they flip up and flip down. It's like. It's great, and like you compare that to other Marvel shows, like in Humans, where it's like, oh god, these effects are just trash, and that got a freaking IMAX re- uh, release. You know what the thing is? What? Okay, hang on. What's what's the over under on that Raptor? The like feather scales that it has on it? They're yeah. dying that. Because because <laughs> she's owned she's owned by Gert. Gert's her owner. Uh, she has dyed hair. I, I I like how they haven't it already has talked the about ring. the nose ring. They don't talk about it. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> it's, it's there. It's, they just kind of accept it's it. impossible to miss. <laughs> like this is the normal thing raptors do. Like I like you think. Oh, maybe it's like a GPS or something. No, it's not even that. Like they don't really say what that nose ring is for. You think they would put a GPS in right? there? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep track it's a of raptor, it. just in case. They're smart. I've seen Jurassic Park. They're smart. They can open doors. Wait, no, don't they? They mentioned in an episode that they put a GPS in it, but they never activated it. Oh, maybe. I don't the recall. first episode, it disappears. Oh, maybe. Why they, didn't they activate it? Uh, they, they mentioned why. <laughs> I forget. I just I remember Kurt's that. parents are so stupid. No. Oh, God damn it. But. Although they're like the one group of likable yeah, parents. Yeah, they're the only like. I thought they were going to spill the beans on everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't in the end, but I thought they would be the ones yeah. to kind of tell them what, tell the kids what's going on. Yeah, they're easily the the most likable of all the parents. Though. Like I, I expected them to either be the ones who like switched the kid side, or in the end be like uh, the uh, cult dad who, oh, who yeah, turns on them. Yeah. Like I was, oh, I was yeah, thinking those right. parents were going to be one of the two because they, they were they were. They're so likable, where it's mm. like something's going on here. Yeah, either the, they're going to die protecting the kids, or they're going to turn on the kids. And then the dad guy showed up, and you're like, "Oh, he's going to turn on the kids." Yeah, we still don't know what's in the hole. It's a living being. It, it's organism. a living thing. Yeah, yeah, that's all we know. Maybe it's Jonah's ship. I don't know. Maybe Jonah's definitely an alien. Oh yeah, he's Without got yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got alien vibes all. Oh over. god, yeah. And, and then, so does his daughter. Yeah, was it? Katarina or whatever her name is, she's totally that. Like that's just like a weird power. It's like we're human glow sticks. <laughs> no, she can shoot. She can fly. She can and fly. she can shoot pixie dust or uh, something. Like, yeah, something. They're Tinkerbell essentially. They're a species of Tinkerbells. <laughs> so that's that's how you beat Jonah. You stop believing in him. <laughs> Well, it looks like <laughs> it looks like that uh, Jonah's kind of dismantling. Hate will kill him. <laughs> oh man! 
So anyway, yeah, no, runaway season two. I love and I, Amy and I mentioned this to each other. Love how the season ended with them running away. I know, right? Especially when they turned down the name, the Runaways. (laughs) It's awesome. Like, what's the last scene going to be? Everyone running away. Name with the raptor. With the raptor. (laughs) Oh man! I get the name now. (laughs) They're running away. Oh. Oh man! So, but yeah, great show, Sam. I'm glad you're on board with this show now too. Yeah, yeah. Finally, Sam has a TV show. Hey, Sam. I hate to spoil things, but Riverdale came back today. Yeah, I have to watch the last. God one. damn it! I keep thinking like I should watch that. You and should. I'm like, you probably should. The problem is every time I watch that show, I have such mixed feelings. Like, I'm happy and angry at the same time. Like, why the hell am I watching the show? And damn it, I want to watch the show. You need to watch it alone and just have that moment where you talk to the screen. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> wow. A bunch of those CW shows came back this week, too. Yeah, well, this is the beginning of... Uh... Let's see. Uh, part two of the Legends season. of Tomorrow doesn't come back until February, I think. Really, that late? Yeah, it has a long, wow. it has a long one. So we got Supergirl, Flash, Arrows tonight or tomorrow, and then uh, Riverdale. Oh yeah, Riverdale's what Thursdays now. Valor, Black Lightning. Yeah, Black Lightning. I didn't, has I got, didn't see it yet though. I haven't seen it. Um, got good uh, turnout for people watching. Did it? Yeah, surprisingly. I heard good reviews too, which. It's, I mean, I look at CW where I'm like, I'm being introduced to heroes I don't know much about, other than like Flash, obviously, but like everyone else, like I, I wasn't super familiar with the Green Arrow before the show, you know, any of the Legends of Tomorrow, you know. I don't want to be familiar with any of them. <laughs> it's still a show that I don't watch, but I, I acknowledge it exists. It's not a bad show. Well, but... that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, John. Hi, John. Hi. So, why don't we wrap up this week? We went a little long. And, uh, uh, this a little... is about par for us. Yeah. yeah, I guess. All right. So, that does it for us for this week. If you Whoa, like. Oh, we what? got bad ideas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, we're not going to wrap up. Let's do bad uh, ideas. Go bad ahead. Ideas. Go ahead, John. Okay. Well, I've got two bad ideas for this week. Uh,. First bad idea, long trailers. So I was watching, or rather reading, an article online about anticipated movies for 2018. Came across a movie I hadn't wasn't aware of yet. It's called Beirut, uh, written by Tony Gilroy, who did a bunch of the Bourne movies and was the guy tasked to kind of do the reshoots for Rogue One. Anyway, stuff's usually up my alley. Michael Clayton, too, if you've ever seen that one. Um, it's with John Hamm, and he's like a negotiator in Beirut when they got the whole... Uh, it wasn't like a hostage situation. Well, actually, this there is a hostage situation in it, but you had that bombing in the 80s. Anyway, I was watching this trailer. And I'm like, I already thought this is a movie that's going to pick my interest to begin with. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go watch this. And then I'm looking. There's a minute left in the trailer. I'm like, why? Like, why do you have a three-minute long trailer? You can <laughs> only ruin more parts of the movie. And I could tell, too, they're about to do that little, like, twist in the movie that they show in the trailer mm. that like maybe really doesn't expose a lot, but like still kind of spoils something. So I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm out. So I watched two minutes of that bitch. 
I think we're all with you on this. Yeah, no. Okay, John. It depends on the movie. John, I'll, no, it's I'm, I'm no, all with you. I, it, John, I'll 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 bargain with you. We'll get three minute long trailers, but they're all like that trailer for Mir- Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can be twenty minute trailers <laughs> <laughs> where it has its own plot line. Oh man, that- not enough. Um, my other bad idea was this is more of a personal bad idea was uh i downloaded uh civilization revolution 2 to my iphone and now i really don't have a life outside of that so (laughs) civ's a good game man very very good game very addictive game kind of game that you get home 7 30 make yourself a little dinner pull out the phone it's eight o'clock, and then you look down again. It's like, oh hey, it's ten thirty. Time to go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, is that's this civilization a, for you. Is this a free game? Uh, I think I paid like five bucks. Oh, that goes against my. Is it? Yeah, like a, I've yet to pay for a game. Is it a Same. premium game? But like, why are you opposed to paying a game if it's actually good? Yeah, it's a premium game. It's on I, my I, phone. I don't have to. There's no freemium bullshit. It's just you pay five dollars and then you're done. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I do that. If I'm, if I'm using my data oh, for yeah. a game, I refuse to pay for it. Yeah. Well, it's not online. It's once you download it, you download it. Yeah, but you need internet connection, I'm assuming. Not if to, it's To paid. log in. Probably not. If you're on Wi-Fi. But if you're on it, the T? T doesn't nah, have you, Wi-Fi. It wouldn't affect it at all. Yeah, because unless you're playing, like, online... is it, Think of it as a computer. So you have two options for... Or yeah, but a, I thought you were online. I thought you play online with people you, you can or you can play the computer uh, it's just a random map yeah oh yeah it's just like an xbox you sort can of like play Adrian, it's like age of empires yeah oh, very much so it's turn-based though yeah See, oh that, is it oh that sucks yeah i hate turn-based now now you got the the theme to uh civilization uh four stuck in my head yeah <laughs> nobody else can hear that yeah, yeah, it's. I'm just singing in my head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm with you. That's pretty ba- much all I had. Um, <laughs> one other thing that while we're talking about TV shows, gotta gotta wave the white flag here because I don't think this ship's ever coming in. Uh, we talked about Godless a month ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think we're gonna finish that one. <laughs> no, God, no. I can't. I can't rem- get around to the next episode, John. I, I can't either. It seems okay. But like, if I'm not into it, I can't imagine anybody who's like super into it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Like I, I said when we reviewed it, it was like the beginning scene and then like the explanation of what happened. Those were the only two intriguing parts of the first episode I cared about. It's just so hard to get back to it because I'm like, do I really want that filler again? Not really. Yeah, I think it's a little dragged out. Yeah, probably could have been a movie. A little bit. I could have seen that There's as more good stuff coming. Hour. I don't know. Are you? Are you guys in on uh, American Crime Story? That's uh, premiering tonight. Did you guys watch the OJ one? I watched. Oh, the is it the one. Versace one? Versace. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Versace, dude. Yeah, I don't care. Georgie versus. <laughs> Which on the surface, Sage. I have like no Stay. interest in, but. In the end, I might actually watch a couple episodes. But... I didn't watch OJ. Probably not going to watch this one. Yeah. If it, if it gets good reviews, once the new like, American Vandal comes around, then oh I'll God. watch that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's my it's American here, crime American story. And then something with like crime, Vandal? like Vandal? Vandal. What were we talking about? Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the dicks, guys. <laughs> Shh, 
dick. <laughs> All right. So now that we well, now that we finished up that, we can finally wrap this thing up. So that does it for us for this week. If you like all the episodes, you can find them on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher for free. If you like us, if you want to listen to more, and if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Facebook.com slash Nights of Nerditude. Until next time. Bye. Adios.